Hey everyone, it's Amber, one of your colorful co-hosts here at Witches Talking Tarot, and I just wanted to take a brief moment of your time to let our local listeners in the Joplin, Missouri and Pittsburgh, Kansas areas know that this year we have our annual Pagan Pride Day celebration on September 10th in Cunningham Park in Joplin, Missouri. This year we are celebrating that wonderful air element. We are creating with the craft. We've got presentations on tarot reading, presentations on sigil creation. A geomancer will be giving us a presentation. We're also going to have an open mic hour for our local or not so local pagan creatives that are working on something and want to share it with the community. So if you've got time, definitely mark your calendar, September 10th. Come join us. I hope to see you there. Hey everybody, I'm Amber. And I'm Maddie. And we're Witches Talking Talking Tarot. And today, we are talking about plant sentience. What do you mean? Not plant sentences, sentience. The fact that, I'm gonna say it's a fact because Maddie and I agree it's a fact. Scientists don't, but that's okay. We'll get into that. The fact that plants are completely sentient, just like you and I, They're sentient like my dog's inside and my cat's inside. They're sentient. They think, they do, they even move. Science is a lie. I'm just kidding. Please yeah. don't think no, that No, like, think. that's what I, the, the, fa- the, the most fun thing for me about this episode is that we're going to take science and we're going to take magic and we're going to see how closely fucking related they are because the scientists, they'll take you right up. They'll take you right up to it but they won't say plants are sentient. And we're gonna get there, we're gonna get there, so stick it out with us. This is, I'm excited. So when we talk about like plants communicating, when I close my eyes and see it, I see like the roots, and maybe as they're communicating, one glows a, a, a like blue light. Well, and, and it's like, and maybe, maybe it does. Maybe it does, because like, do plants see in some manner, right? Because like, when plants communicate, they give off chemicals to each other and they communicate through chemical scents and they they scent whether it's smelling it or seeing maybe it's a glow maybe to a root it is a glow of chemical we don't know how plants see the world so i love that because like or like they do they release colors chemicals. for different things exactly blue is like it's gonna rain and red like, is like danger, Will Robinson. People are it's around. It's fern gully out there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but like, I love it because I picture, I picture. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, um, when you go into a forest, you see one third, thirty-three percent of the forest. The other sixty-six percent, the other two-thirds of the forest, is all underneath your feet all the roots, the mycelium, all that stuff that's working together in the ground, that's the majority of the forest and that's where all the thinking happens. And there's mushrooms under there too. There are, there are mushrooms under there. And, and maybe like, no, let's check out our previous fucking episode. Yes, because <laughs> it's all alive and it's all magic and we're getting there, we're getting there. So like I picture like, I picture like all the roots are going down, right? Just like our brain, like 
synapses move in our brains and shit like all the roots are down in the earth and they're all commingling and they all coexist and like they just like they send messages through little like sparks that's how For I it's picture it well and it's like sparks of light so it's like it's almost like well, when you watch a, a documentary and it shows the brain and it does yes. like those things. That's how I picture Or The Walking plants. Dead when they showed how that zombie's brain died. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. I like, know what you're talking about. But that's um, how I picture it. And so, like, yeah, like, some of it's slower than others. Some is fast. So is it true? I should have looked this up. Now, like, I don't know why I didn't. That, like, how tall a tree is is also how deep its roots go. Is that I, true? Or is I that don't know. I Part of me thinks that that is going to be dependent upon the species of tree. Uh-huh. Because I mean, not that's all the case, look at the red oak. Well, but also, like, there's an entire fucking... Actually, yes. That's amazing. I love that. But also, like, if you think about it, there's this huge amount of root system up under your feet in the forest. Like... We look at the forest and we see the trees. We see the forest for the leaves, right? Right, and it's we not see just the, the trees, though. Like, you've got but the plants as you, well. Exactly. That are like, if you flip it all upside down, because, like... It's if, the same it's thing. It's the same thing. As above, as above so, so below. below. Oh, exactly. my God. Because even, like, the fungi that live in the forest, they're, like, attached to the tree, and their roots go into the tree, or however that shit works. And then there's the mycelium that are smaller fungal things that work even further down into the the forest bedding and help carry messages from one tree to the other see science and magic it all goes hand in hand now I which saw, am i talking about guess make a drinking game out of it i don't care just stick around i'm so I happy i saw a post on facebook that was like i don't know how true this is again uh it was like we're, we're uprooting certain plants like we're going to talk about uh since we live in missouri we've got our missouri native plants which would be like echinacea uh -huh. the wild plant we're uprooting them. But w if we didn't uproot them, we probably wouldn't have as many floods because their roots are, are literally, literally designed to suck up like, the Yes, absolutely. That's why people should stop fucking with nature. Right. Like, we need to keep our grubby little hands I'm off not of saying it floods and won't watch exist. her happen. Well, it's just like, okay. But, Corey was just talking about, like, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the flooding because I'm going to bring up the other end of that aspect. Corey's talking about how in our area we're probably going to start seeing soon, if we don't do something about it, the same kind of forest fires that they have in Cal uh, California. Oh we're going to see those, like, in the Ozarks and shit because we haven't been letting natural burns happen. But in nature, please don't hate me, Californians. I know it's sad and I hate when loss of life happens. Please don't misunderstand. But... In nature, these burns happen naturally during, uh, like, storms. Lightning will catch the old oh, dead wood and leaves on fire. It burns away. It makes new soil for new plant growth. And then that oh, becomes a new forest. Oh, did you see Australia? 2020, year of COVID, they had horrible. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh -huh. And then there were pictures months later and it was growing back stronger. But exactly. That's what nature's supposed to do. The problem is, because I hear what you're saying, one ash is the best fertilizer it is oh yeah Other well the problem bodies. is people live there people now you live. can't do that yeah, anymore yeah again i'm sorry people need to keep their grubby little hands off nature and we wouldn't have that problem or we could just like live in tune with her i'm watching little house on the prairie and that's exactly what they're doing right now like they're going fucking west or oh. whatever which no don't do I it. know. And I'm so confused because, like, could you just move out there and be like, this is my land? 
There was a time when you yeah, could, you, you could. could. You can't do it. It was now. the great land grab, I think, is literally is that what, what it was called. called? Really? What? You could check. Uh, quote me if I'm wrong. Whatever. Or don't quote me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was called like the great land grab. Um which, you know, I think... It was, think like, in the 1800s, 1700s, People like uh, romanticize that, like, um, because the... Oh, so it's land, the land rush. Oh, But land it's the rush. same thing. It's okay. the same thing. Um, like the gold people, rush. People, like, and I can't... I, like I can't great, lie. Like, I am... Better. I'm, I am totally... God, ancient America, you suck. I know it wasn't ancient, but okay. it's better. I mean, I can't lie. I totally romanticize the whole, like, we're going west, this is my land, I'm gonna put a farm here and build my own house um nope it seems great to be all pioneer woman it does but you well, understand there was no trees there because we're talking kansas yeah see like for me i'm like, thinking like i like the idea of going out <coughs> living off the land what have you but i if i'm gonna do that i'm gonna live in tune with the animals and creatures that live there i'm not gonna do what the Europeans typically do, which is kill off the predators. Like, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, but predators need uh, to be in an ecosystem. Not just the predators, sucks. the people. The people, they need to be killed off. I'm sorry, what? No, I'm just I was, kidding. I will. Washington, D.C. viewer, don't judge us. We didn't mean it. <laughs> but stick around for our next episode on reptilians. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God, don't. I'm so scared. I'm going to let Amber say the name. <laughs> You kidding me? I'm gonna call him the big C word. Are you fucking kidding? Um, and we're gonna see how well pausing works. Yeah, I'm so sorry. All right, well we're gonna see how that pause worked. I don't know. I'm sure that it it looks like it worked just fine. Yes. So hopefully seamless for you guys. Other than the fact that you know we paused it, the first time ever for which is talking terror. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> but um, so with the with the plant sentience like i completely believe like okay so actually we know scientifically that they communicate with each other like we were talking about i like to think and i believe that they see or sense the message i don't think they smell like a chemical i think they like interpret the chemical maybe like a color because like well we had talked like grass when you cut right. grass it i love the off. smell it smells so amazing love the smell of fresh cut grass my nose doesn't because it makes it run right but uh it's, it's the, grass screaming yeah it's <laughs> the pain. smell of plant terror yes it is a warning to all the other plants in the area like, like danger yeah da Fucked up shit's happening. That's so sad. It is. It's rough. But I'm gonna be. A, I'm gonna be really like hippie for a minute, and I don't necessarily believe in lawns. I, think I don't lost. ask. Oh god. I, if, if Corey if would we let can me get away with it, absolutely. Oh, Roz sent me a TikTok. I'm gonna see how far I can get with it before Corey tells me I'm not allowed because this lady on TikTok got her yard turned into like um, a feeding land for some kind of like butterflies yes. or bees or whatever. She don't have to mow. My yard is like a bunch of fucking wildflowers. I don't want to mow it. No. I want to let it go wild. I want to let it be. I'm not for exactly. lawns. I want to make my lawn like a random ass garden. Ooh. You can walk through. It's a veritable garden of Eden. 
Well, like I'm a all garden about, of amber. Uh, yes, a garden of amber. That's right. Well, like because it's called eco landscaping. There's actually a company right, that does that. I would that. love to do that. I would love to do that. You know, and the thing is, lawns just destroy ecosystems. They do. They really do. And they 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 kill off animals. Like they take away the so much hiding place, so much feeding. You know, fuck wasps. Nesting. But like, like once, once you start cleaning up your your yard in the springtime, you're you're killing so many babies. Rake, raking of things. their leaves. Oh yeah. my, that's where babies. Like, butterflies on. Exactly. Like you know? so many eggs have been laid in the in in the the downed grass and everything and yeah, like But then we keep the shitty this, things like and, mosquitoes. Right. It's an entire ecosystem. It's, and we need to keep our grubby little pops off of it. Right. And you could use the same argument about cats. Not getting into that controversial topic, I'm just saying they do run a fucking terror. Like, oh yeah, Corey is anti-cat. Like cats outside. Please don't cancel me because my husband's like that. Well, I it's like just because we've got lawns and we're fucking up the ecosystem, and then we got cats and they're running out there. And cats Killing don't. Every, they don't yeah. have a predator. I mean, they're, except for maybe cars and the occasional right, dog. Right. But uh, when it comes to, like squirrels, rabbits, they take mice, it anything. Snakes, lizards. They are the it monsters yeah. of the little world. Right. You know? They are. They, they take out every bird possible. They take out all the small reptiles. Yep. They take out all the small... Like, they'll eat insects, like you just mentioned. Yeah. The rodents. Which, we thank you for the... Yeah, I mean... Yeah. I am not a... Look, cat, I love all of nature, but rodents... Sir. Yeah, rodents do spread disease, so... Well, right. And I think that's part of why we domesticated yes. them anyway. Right. Because they do spread disease. That being said, though, they're kind of cute. Like, if they didn't spread, like, disease and shit everywhere, I'd probably be nice. If I didn't know how much their little teeth hurt. I've never been bit by a mouse. Uh, well, I assume it's the same as a hamster. I've never been bit by a hamster, but oh. I will tell you I've been kicked by a rabbit and fuck them. Dude, fuck rabbits, I, I had dude. a scar on one of my boobs from a rabbit for a while because I was, like, cuddling him. Me and he's and like, then, the like, he off. got scared and he was like, I need to go now. And I was like, that is my chest. Oh, my God, please stop. You know, cats, and though, it was not cats with their little kicking reminds me so much of bunnies. Cats are like, don't you want to pet my tummy? Nah, man. No, no fuck, fuck you. you. Yeah, that's mean. dangerous. But anyway. Our little black cat plays that game. I will not play with him. I know how it ends. I wouldn't, right? I know it's sad. I know. Like, and now he, like, he lets you go longer and longer with the sweet petting before he turns. Little Why do bastard. they do this? I, like, I don't know. That's like his only amusement, maybe. I don't know. So do plants... Because Katie's not home much anymore, and that's her cat. Well, and plants are used as, like... Um, I guess we're not talking about the sentiment part of it, so I'm sorry. We got off on the oh, topic sorry. of lawns. Yeah. Well, but, but it's all connected because... We got on the topic of lawns because when you cut the lawns, they send off a distress signal in the form of a chemical that we can smell and other, sa uh, other plants can read what it means. To us, it's a nice smell that makes our allergies go a little crazy. Mm -hmm. And to other plants, it's a warning signal because plants can think and tell each other about mm -hmm. shit because they are sentient. But not just that. It can also be used as an almost manipulative tactic to be like, don't I smell good? Don't you want to move my pollen over there you know what i right, mean actually 100 percent. like okay so you bring that up and i am rereading the botany of desire by michael pollen is that about plant sex it is about how we and plants have used each other over the centuries uh, specifically for plants it starts off with the apple 
and then uh, I can't remember what's next, but it's the apple, the potato, the tulip, and marijuana, and how we and the plant <laughs> have used each other. Like the plants have used us as humans to spread themselves. We have used the plants for our own desires. That's why it's called the botany of desire, because the plants have used us just as much as we've used to them. Like Johnny Appleseed, he spread the apple across the nation and he gave the apple a new identity by doing it the way he did it. Because if you know anything about the way that we fuck with nature, we like to find something great in trees and then we graft that tree into other trees and it's all grafts of this one thing that we thought was great but an apple every single apple has five or so seeds in it each i think it's just five in each one of those little star-shaped pockets right it's a star there's five seeds each one of those seeds will grow a different kind of apple tree if you plant it. Really? Every single apple. Except for the ones that Monsanto, the evil-ass, bastard-ass corporation that fucks with plants. No, what do, uh, they, what do they do? Uh, they make, for the most part, Monsanto treats their seeds to grow plants that cannot have oh, they seeds do. that yes, germinate. Yes, my mother was and telling me that. So you have germinate to seeds, them. Right. And if you do have second year seeds, they will come back to a farmer and say, you owe us this much yep. money for those seeds that you grew last year and then saved starter seeds like we've always done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're not okay with that. They're evil. They're awful. And if you that is evil. fucking keep Monsanto out of America. That is evil. I have heard of them. That is Monsanto's horrible. horrible. Oh my gosh. Because they're wanting to capitalize I will on die on that soapbox. Yeah, no. That is horrible. Yeah. You hear me, DC listener? Fuck Monsanto. They're like, write, write it down. Yeah, <laughs> write it down. Amber is anti-Monsanto and so should everybody else be. Bill, we've got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I used to play saxophone. It's okay. <laughs> Um, Anywho, um, but well, uh, so, like, as for like the plants, but, I I'm sorry. Go oh, ahead. you're fine. So like, if it's a regular apple, it'll have five different trees grow from that, and every single apple in the tree will have seeds for a different kind of fucking apple. So there are blue apples, there are purple apples, I've seen there that. are I've all seen, sorts like, of fucking. It was apples. like a picture, and there was like all different types of apples, and and it was crazy how different they all yeah. Looked. Yeah, like as a family, and now that we've bought this house, I'm going to do that. Um, as a family, Corey and I have always talked, ever since we read this book the first time over a decade ago, um, we've talked about getting an apple, and everybody picks a seed and plants it, and we all see what our apple tree is from the same apple. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, my husband and I were, and this is on topic, I promise, yeah. Rewatching Grease 2. And it was the reproduction song. It's horrible. But the reproduction song. And he's like talking about like this is how a plant reproduces. And it was like something to do with like the stimuli being stimulated to produce pollen that is then carried to the. How do you stimulate the stimuli? Well, okay, so. There are 
some plants you jack off. I'm sorry. No, I, but I, I like, okay, that. so I was watching this bee in my uh, my heavenly bamboo on uh -huh. my front porch. It has little white flowers that they just opened this week. And yesterday or the day before, I was mesmerized because there's all these little bumblebees. Or not bumblebees. They're the ones that are a little bit smaller than bumblebees, but they're fuzzy. Yeah. And not the scary. Are they fat? They're fat, I but not them. fat like bumblebees. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, because the bumblebees are the biggest ones, right? Mm -hmm. These are smaller than bumblebees. They're like about like the size of a quarter mm -hmm, okay mm -hmm. and they're like bouncing on each flower and it was to get it to open up and then so they can get the the the, the little pollen nuggets off of it whatever and so like i'm watching and i'm watching and i turn around and here's another one over here and this guy's little legs are just fat with yellow little pieces of pollen <laughs> and what it looked like they were doing is it looked like they were bouncing at the flower to make it open a little bit wider and then they were like going back in and getting the pollen. That's cool. I could be wrong. I don't know. It was all very like I love fast pictures and of bee butts. Yeah, sticking so out of cool. flowers. Yeah, they're so that's cute. so cute. It does remind me of the bee movie, which I love. I do love the bee movie. I My love, kids that love movie. the bee Fuck movie. Fuck everybody who talks oh, shit on the bee movie. You know movie. what? It's Fuck so that funny. because like. I got my daughter when she was like 18 the B movie for Christmas. Like I got them each that year like a different movie from their childhood. The middle one got Shrek. I don't remember what I got the youngest one, but I got the oldest one the B movie. And they invited their fucking friends over and all these teenagers are sitting in my living room watching the B movie. I love that screen. movie. It's yeah, so funny. It was great. You've got the bees and they're pollinating. Yeah, and, and Renee's up like her. Yeah, I right? Her. And then her boyfriend, I feel so bad for him because he's the only sane one. <laughs> he's like, bro, he's a fucking bee. And is he sane? I think he's the one that doesn't see magic. Right, right. I mean, I don't know. That's just me, but I'm crazy. So, granted, it is funny. It makes it. I just. I like I am the the queen of crazy on which is talking tarot when it comes to this crunchy shit. The <laughs> the the person personification is that it personification of, of bees uh, just and their life. I I love, love it. it. I do. I love it. Okay, you know what. So I what think the perfect can, thing. Okay, oh, go ahead. No, I was Sorry. just gonna say, what if bees can talk to plants? Oh, absolutely! Like, I believe it. They're like, here, send this love letter to this other flower. Right? Like, oh, you want me to go this one? You like him? Oh, no. Say. I think, he, I think he's along with this oh guy. Oh my god, that's account. an ugly flower. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so something important to note for this episode is. Scientists don't believe plants are fully sentient. Mm -hmm. Maddie and I absolutely both do believe that. Mm -hmm. We It's a spiritual uh, it, thing it, for me. Yeah, yeah, I have believed that in my entire life. Absolutely. Um, I've always, I guess, I've always held the belief of animism, which is everything has a spirit. Mm -hmm. Rocks, the dirt, mm -hmm. the, you know. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah like I everything. totally agree. Um, so we're going to say that uh, we do understand not everybody believes that same way. You're wrong. I don't but understand how people don't. I don't either. But you know? I, it did come to my attention about a decade ago that I'm. You know, it's sometimes not, the odd man out there. It's not something that hinders me because there are some people that believe that way so much they can't, for example, sit down with their their kid and pick grass. You know, that's something yeah. normal kids do. They'll sit down, they'll pull up grass, and yeah. just fuck around. There are some people that are so far in that belief that they're like. <gasps> You know what I mean? Yep, I'm there now. I, I don't think I will ever be there. I don't I am think there now. so because uh, I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> and if I'm, not, like, for the most part, when I'm not pregnant, uh, a vegetarian, and uh, if I was there, then I would starve. 
Well, no, but see, here's the thing. No matter what you consume, we live in a universe that requires us to constantly consume to continue. That's just the fact of our life. So even if you believe in animism, you know, just like, I mean, if you believe in animism, it doesn't mean that you cannot consume those things. It means you do it conscientiously. It means you do it respectfully. It means you don't do it with gluttony in your heart. You know what I mean? Just like when you, if you are a meat eater and you're a hunter and you thank the animal that you have taken the life of because you're going to consume it. It's a respectful way to, you know, deal with an animal that you're going to consume versus, you know. Well, and I feel like some ways that it could be done otherwise. Consuming is different. Like eating is different than uh, using something and not eating it, just killing it for something and not eating it. You know what I mean? To no, me, it's I totally no, I understand, and that is where the difference for me in picking a carrot out of the garden and just plucking up a handful of grass lies. You right. know, like, well, it's the same with animals for me, because, like, as a vegetarian, like, I'm not going to... I mean, I guess I'm saying it's the same in both things for me. Like, if, if you're doing something respectfully and with purpose, it, there's not a wrong thing about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. if you're doing it respectfully and with purpose right you know versus just like game hunters you know i'm not going to start the, a big conversation on right. it but like i'm definitely not for that but if you hunt because you're going to eat, eat that it, meat and then you have and to you, use the, the yeah hide you're going to use the hide so that it's being used well then that's the responsible so how do you feel do about leather um so be leather uh again if it's from a uh, a standpoint of it was harvested responsibly so that you're using the entire animal or what have you. Absolutely. Um, I think it's okay, especially from the standpoint of I'm getting to be against man-made chemical created things like fake vinyl and pleather and plastic and so like denim and leather is more natural than uh, a polyester fiber you know what right. I mean so like I'm I'm starting to lean more toward natural items and leather is a natural item mm -hmm. again if it's leather that I don't know that you can find ethically done leather I don't own I don't own much if any leather but I don't know how I much ethically own. gained leather you could get you know to butcher shops that ethically uh, you know, take care of their animals and slaughter their animals ethically. Um, do they sell the the skin to be made into leather? I really don't know. I have that's no idea. That's something that I would have to look into. But like, well, that's like, my train of thought. You know, with things. does that make sense? Right, absolutely. Yeah. And then when it comes to like fur, I know things like the Inuits. Is that what it's called? Inuit. Inuits. Uh, they. Uh, make their coats out of things that yeah. they have used as opposed to buying them at the store. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, but I'm sitting here thinking like, does that go hand in hand with ethically sourced vegetables since we're talking about plants? Ethically sourced plants. Because it's really hard to find. Even if you get organic vegetables, they're not necessarily ethically Source. Right, but my point with the 
the animals and the plants was, <clears throat> you know, it's the difference in going through the park and just ripping leaves off of trees for your enjoyment uh -huh. versus you're harvesting plants because they're going to be eaten. Because mm -hmm. you were saying as a vegetarian, you can't look at it that way because then you wouldn't be able to eat plants. And I'm right. saying like, for me, <coughs> sorry guys, I hit my vape and choked myself. Um, <coughs> but it falls into that, that ethical piece for me of if you're, if you're picking a plant because you're going to eat it, mm -hmm. that's acceptable. Uh -huh. If you're ripping a leaf off of a tree because it amuses you or for simple enjoyment, I actually, I can't truck with that anymore. When my kids were younger, I didn't have the same belief system. Now, when I have grandkids, when I'm out with a walk with them, I am going to discourage that. Now, um, we can go pick berries and enjoy picking berries. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We can pick flowers for your mom. We can do other things, but destroying a plant for the sake of enjoying the destruction, just like kids picking grass. Because I get it, I did that too. And it's See, out of boredom. And it's it is. because you like the way it feels. And it's, it's destroying smells. a plant. Yeah. Um, and then there's also with <coughs> harvesting vegetables and having gardens as well, um, the argument that, well, to create those gardens, you had to destroy a natural habitat in general. You know what I mean? You had to upturn the soil and you had to, to uproot so many other plants to have these plants. So would gardens be considered ethical? Um, so I guess, again, it would depend. Like, is it to produce food? And Well, even <clears throat> herbs, if you're using them medicinally or, you know, spiritually, I'm going right. to go ahead and qualify spiritually as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like... So if I'm pulling out the crabgrass that somebody 20 years ago planted as a lawn, mm -hmm. and I'm going to put in more beneficial plants, mm -hmm. because like, I don't know if you've seen our garden out back, and maybe for our Instagram, I'll take some pictures of my wild ass berry and herb garden. But Is we it look, doing good? Oh my God, it's so happy. We should go in between Please, episodes and look. Please, because I want to see it yeah, now. Are like, there berries out there? There are. I don't know if they're ripe. We can check. They weren't ripe yesterday. They weren't ripe on Sunday when I was looking at them, um, but there are some big red ones. The blackberries, they're red now. Uh -huh. The raspberries have turned from like... Do you have any mulberries? Uh, I think there are mulberries on the tree. I love yeah, the we'll mulberries. Go, yeah, the we'll go check out the ones. mulberry tree. But like the garden, we have put things in and then we just kind of let it do. Uh -huh. we, we even let the weeds that, that grow in there, for the most part, we, I let it fly. Right. For the most part, I really do. Um, until, like, you know, there was this one creeping grass that was flowering, well, yeah. and it was not like um, the henpecked and the purple nettle. I left them alone. Mm -hmm. <coughs> but the weed that could provide no benefit, <coughs> I did pull it out because it was choking one of my berry bushes. Right. So, like, I do a little bit of, I, I don't completely be uninvolved. Uh -huh. I can't lie and say, like, we right. let it go completely. We have planted it. We put the plants in there that we want in there. We've mm -hmm. got raspberries. We've got blackberries. We've got blueberries. We've got strawberries. We've got lavender. We've got French lavender. We've got lemon balm. We've got chamomile. We've got... Mint. Mint. We've got chocolate mint. 
Um, we have some azaleas that I still don't understand why Corey planted them there, but he did, and so they're there. Poor azaleas, they're not getting any sunlight anymore because <laughs> everything else is like growing over them. But, um, you know, that garden just, it does, and it does well. And the, the birds have dropped sunflowers in there, and they've dropped um, uh, pokeberry in there. And I'm just letting it grow because, like, one of the pokeberries is huge. And like with your I'll, other berries? Yeah. Well, because like the pokeberries are going to feed the birds, and hopefully the birds will leave my other berries alone, mm -hmm. and they won't be in contact with each other. Well, I guess you don't have young kids around, so you don't have to worry, to worry about, about them like knowing confusing. the difference. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't have to worry about that at all. But I figure if I leave the pokeberries, then the birds might leave my blackberries and my raspberries alone. That's that's what I'm hoping. I left them last year, and at least you know I'm feeding the birds, and I like pokeberries, and they're great for magic. Mm -hmm. They're huge for magic, um, and you can eat poke. You can have poke salad, and you right, can have, right. I think yeah. the berries have to turn the, a certain way. You can't you can have the berries. Well. Yeah. You can eat the berries, and mm, but the seeds are what's poisonous. But it's you know like getting them separated is a pain in the right. ass. I know from personal experience for making ink. But again, um, you know it's it's that we took some dirt that only had grass in it, and now there's a bunch of beneficial plants that are. The bees are in there all the time. Hummingbirds come by there all the time. Regular birds come by all the time. Like, it's a, it, it provides to the ecosystem versus taking away from it. And for me, that's where one of those lines, as far as people being involved, goes. Like, hey, if you're going to live and have a lawn, you're being involved anyway, right? Because you either got to mow your lawn or deal with the city when you don't mow your right. lawn, right? So, like, one way or another, you got to be involved there, right? So, it's, like, be beneficial to the wider world around my yard. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Yeah. I give... Spock. <laughs> yeah, like, my yard is kind of, like, a veritable garden of amber for the animals in the area. Like, frogs breed in our pond. Um, birds bathe in our pond bumblebees get water in our pond like I see like so many different animals drinking out of my pond and it's not even a natural pond it's man-made but if nobody's out there the birds love it I don't know but like as far as the plant sentience piece goes I try to a I acknowledge and respect all the plants in my yard which to me from a spiritual standpoint is very important because I do believe that they experience the world just like I do. So I want to acknowledge them just like I think they acknowledge me. Right. I do. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, I can feel the spirits in trees. And, you know, as we were talking earlier, <clears throat> you know, the majority of what you might call sentience in a tree is below the surface of the earth you know, in their roots well, where they do Have you thinking. seen that thing where you can hook up to plants and you hear them The music sing. that they make? Yes. yes. I love that. Yeah. I do. I do. I love that too. I 
I absolutely like. Have you guys ever seen that on TikTok? That's where I saw it. Was on TikTok. Oh, I saw it on Facebook. But oh. I did. I I want one of those. I can't lie. Oh. And it's all about how the water flows through the the plant, uh, uh, the nice. different patterns and vibrations the water flowing uh, makes. Which makes me uh -huh. wonder if that affects it as well. You know, like. Well, you know, there's a plant. It's called like the dancing plant, and if you play music or sing to it it literally dances there's one that if you touch it it hides yes there is one it, the water recedes and it like just hides hides yeah and it's it's a defense mechanism absolutely but it's responding to stimuli from its environment just like the dancing plant it responds to musical instruments but it responds much better to a voice singing to it and you can train it so if you take a dancing plant out of somewhere that it has never been exposed to music and you start playing music for it it'll dance real shitty but if you do it every day it'll dance better and better every day so plants can be trained they can be trained and anybody who has trained a tree or something to grow in a certain way knows oh, yeah. plants can be trained plants have memory because this one guy he put some plants on their sides some pea plants on their side right and then the light source was up here and so they had to start growing toward the light, right? Then he made them go to sleep because plants sleep. If you don't know it, plants sleep. I learned this. It's so interesting to me. Do you freeze me. them? He put them in the fridge. But, like, they sleep on a regular basis even just with the night cycle, which I'm so excited to talk about. But he put them in the fridge for, like, four days or some shit mm -hmm. at, like, 33 degrees Celsius or something. I don't know. He takes them out of the fucking fridge and he puts them upright and they're both still, one of them's not growing as much to the side, but the other one's growing exactly the same way it was because it remembers the last time it was awake, the, the light source is over here, not up here. And so, like, it showed that the plants have memory and some plants have better memory than others. And I was telling Maddie offline, there's a plant called the daughter vine that it's a completely parasitic plant, doesn't have its own root source or anything, and it literally chooses the best host plant for it to attach to. Which is so creepy. Yeah, like they did like this time elapsed uh, video and they put it between a wheat plant which doesn't have much stuff to offer and a tomato plant and this little mother vine, which I guess it does sort of have its own root structure because they planted it in the ground, but like it did this thing where it like rode the wind currents around the room for the hours that they were watching it and it just kept like testing the, the air around both of the two plants before it decided that the tomato plant was the best host and it grabbed onto it. So it's not even like it just randomly happens to wind up on tomato plants a lot. It seeks them out because it's a better host than a lot of the other plants that it grows around. So I think you and I both agree that plants make decisions and have their own mm -hmm. sort of mind. And that means they have their own consciousness as well? I, yes, absolutely. Like, there are plants that can identify sibling plants and they share food with them. And plants that don't share the same lineage will also coexist together and help each other better live in a forest environment because they are conscious and they do know what their neighbors are about and what they can offer their neighbors and what they can take from their neighbors. Mm -hmm. Like, I find it highly fucking, it's, it's so interesting to me, like, plant sentience. Because, like, 
the way one guy in a documentary put it, he was like, you can talk to a normal person like this and they'll just think you're crazy. You can talk to a scientist like this and they'll think you're crazy and then tell you you're wrong when you say plants are sentient. Because the reason I know plants sleep is they did a scientific study to see if plants sleep like we do. Like, do they need to sleep? Will they die without sleep like we will? Do they actually sleep to regenerate like people do? They made this plant that has a regular sleep cycle stay awake for like three weeks and it died. Oh my gosh. They refused to say that it died from sleep deprivation, but that was the only How change in its it environment by not removing its light source. So constant lights on it. So if you keep your lights on your plants constantly, it's actually not good for them. You should keep them on the same cycle as the sun. It's much better for them because they naturally have a sleep cycle like we do. And they respond to stimuli in their environment just like we do because they're sentient and conscious just like we are. I know, I like I like to picture that they get up and walk around. I know that's not real. That's Alice in Wonderland shit. I like it. It reminds me of I the know. dark crystal. Well, it reminds me of the Ents, like from The Lord of the Rings. Oh, absolutely. The Ents, I love the fucking Ents. I think trees are the... Mm, I guess it depends because I want to say trees are the oldest souls. Um, but I mean, you have baby trees. They they will be the elders of right? the forest. Right, eventually, yes. yeah. Because, like, there are mother trees that are whatever generation. Well, and how then long they have can trees, trees fucking live without well, like, getting sick, without being torn down? They can live for they, Without human intervention, yeah. Or, or it's illness. Thousands. Illness, you yeah. know? Yeah, like, there are plants that are 43,000 years young, and, like, to them, that's nothing. Because we haven't fucked with them yet. I think I read that there was a mushroom that was like 1,500 years old in Oregon. It's yeah. the oldest known living, uh, whatever the fuck a mushroom Fungi? is. Fungi? Fungi, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's really big and it's underground. That's cool. And it's, it's no, like it's three miles long. That's fucking like, cool. Like it's huge. I believe that shit. It's been growing for 1,500 mm -hmm. years. Just like the plant that this guy was standing by that it. was 43,000 years old. And it's just like healthy and young and like plant time and our time are completely different times. Are plants in the fourth dimension? I believe it because like the plant- At least trees. Look, there is a tree at Samantha <clears throat> Murphy that waves to me and I love her. She's my friend. You know, she I like She gives that me tree. messages from the goddess. At Wildcat Glaive. Oh yeah. Oh, the one that's the like, one. oh, it's uh, huge. It's oh huge. yeah. We have a tree on our property. Not my husband and I, but my grandparents, and we call it Big Tree. And it's the, what are they called? They're a type of oak. It is the biggest oak I've ever seen. It's not a red oak, it's something else. I, I don't, I don't know different kinds of oaks, apparently. Uh, like, I am searching my I'm brain. Gonna, I'm, I'm gonna Google it, see if Go I can find it, it. But it's I a like, type of huge oak. Like, um, I don't know, my poplar tree in my backyard, we're, we're pretty good friends. And Corey got me a book for Mother's Day that's called Wild Crafting uh, for our local plants, essentially, in the mm -hmm. area we live in. And, um, yeah, my tree, it may, uh, the flowers from my tree are good if you have an upset stomach. Really? What are they? Yellow poplar? tulip poplars. Tulip poplar. Which is different, I'm sh pretty sure, from a regular poplar. Like, it's a tulip poplar. And mm -hmm. I think it's because of the flowers. I don't know. I should probably look into that. I don't know. I just... 
I loved the tulip poplar in Corey's grandma's yard because she had a purple tulip poplar. Mm -hmm. So when we mm, bought this house beautiful. and it was a yellow tulip poplar, I was like, Corey, I'm pretty sure that's a tulip poplar. And he's like, uh-uh. And I was like, I'm pretty sure it's the same kind of tree as your grandma's, but different flowers. And it is. It's it so is. funny because my husband and I live on tree streets. Yeah. We lived on poplar. And then when I was growing up, we lived on chestnut for a while. And uh, now we live on orchard. <laughs> is that not hilarious? So it like all comes together. Elm Street. Elm? <laughs> we, yes. I did live on Elm Street. Did. I did actually. Did. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it's a nice house actually. Elm. Mm. Elm Road. Yeah, I was such a big Nightmare on Elm Street fan. I was like, I just want to live on Elm Street. There's so many like it's stupid. What can I say? In uh, excuse me, I'm so sorry. Right, in Amhersttown, right. it's like. The streets are named after states, but in my yeah. town, they're named after trees. Yeah. They are. So they there's are. like, yeah. 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 We've got the numbers. We've got the states. I think that's, well, and then there's like the couple randoms like Schifferdecker and Rangeline. Oh and these bitches. Like it's, it's If you can spell Schifferdecker on our YouTube, spell Schifferdecker correctly, uh, we'll like reach out to you and send you a free sticker. Um, <laughs> if you spell it correctly. Without Googling. We live near Sophia. Everybody called it Sophia, and it's like, bitch, it's Sophia, it's a fucking tree. What the fuck are you trying to say? Really? Yes. I've never heard of a Sophia tree. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to look it up now. Because we're talking about trees. Is it spelled with an F or a P-H? Just S-O-P-H. Okay. Tree. Okay. Yeah, Sophia tree. Uh, what the fuck is that? That's a person. It's yeah. a type of pear tree. Very cool. Pears of the pear tree Sophie, Sophie, Sophia are juicy, sweet, and have a an oblong shape. Huh. Don't all pears have an oblong shape? I don't like pears, so I don't really know. I'm I like not a fan. Scent, I don't like, I don't the, like the taste. It's a texture thing Well, yeah, it's me. the texture. It's not the taste. Because I like the smell, so I like the taste. It's mm -hmm. the, I don't like that. The biting in, it's too mealy. I can't do mealy apples. No, no. I don't like mealy anything. Except grits. I like grits. Hmm. Dichotomy of man, man. It's a flowering tree. Obviously it's a flowering tree. It's a it's a fruit tree. Most fruit trees flower. Oh, right? right. That's yeah, that's that's where the fruit comes from. I don't know. I love trees. I feel like <clears throat> We kind of underrate all the other big plants that aren't trees. I think trees are definitely, like, when I think plant sentiment and all that jazz, I think trees immediately. Because you uh -huh. can't tell me they're not whispering to each other. Oh, for sure. They wave at me. Some of them. They, look, this is how I know they they're wave like, at me. Like, that's the wind, Amber. That's the no, wind. No, but <laughs> this is how I know that it's not the wind because they don't all wave at me. They don't all wave at me. Sometimes there's no wind and they like flicker their little leaves. Do you have Whatever. corn out there? <clears throat> nope. What is that? That is the Georgia cane. Oh. No, I had just seen a uh, video. I think it was that like forager, the black forager. Uh, the ones you have out in the front of your house, the yucca, mm -hmm. are a type of asparagus. Nice! That's why they look like big ass, big -ass asparagus. asparagus. 
the first time I ever saw one, I was like, oh my god, it's a big ass asparagus. And we didn't <laughs> know is, we were wrong. It is a type of and asparagus. It, we weren't wrong. You weren't That's wrong. Cool. That's why they, I, I like, think you can eat the asparagus part, but don't. Because I don't know. <laughs> do your research. Disclaimer. I will do my research. <laughs> I love knowing what I because I have real asparagus. Well, yuck is a great too. It's great for medicinal uses as well. Oh, absolutely. I can't fucking remember off the top of my yeah, head. Yeah, I need to harvest <laughs> some of that bitch. Corey's always like, you need to harvest your lavender. My grandparents call them uh, yucca her ghost plant because it looks like little ghosts with oh the like it? Charlie yeah. Brown ghosts. I yeah, yeah, I totally get that. I like and dislike that plant all at the same time. I, I don't know. I can't explain. I just grew up with it being called the ghost plant, so that's just what I've called yep. it. She also has this huge uh, fucking lilac bush oh, in her nice. yard. Oh, my God. It's not Bring in a fucking bat. Like, ju just, just a little bundle of those in your whole house. We'll smell. We'll smell. I believe it because in Corey's grandma's backyard, there's so much wisteria growing down. Oh, my God. And it just—it's gorgeous. There's some in my backyard, so but it's—it's it's a vine. It's a climbing thing, uh -huh, yeah. so it's in the tops of the trees, and you and can it coming see it down coming down. Purple. Oh, it's fucking gorgeous. It is yeah. beautiful. Yeah, I got a bunch of pictures just of it in the wind because damn, mm -hmm. I hadn't been to Grandma's backyard in this. In the I think that's what's in uh, a long time. on the the house on Bridgerton. You see how they they've got the wisteria uh, hanging. It's gorgeous. It is. Gorgeous. I love I love hanging, especially if it's purple, like. Blue may be my favorite color, but hanging purple flowers? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I gotta say, if I had to choose a, a scent that was too strong for me, it'd be honeysuckle. That shit's strong. It does get strong. I would have to say that if there was an argument for plant sentience, I think it would be the smells that they give off to entice us mm -hmm. to make them travel. Honestly, Maybe, is that what it is? they control it's us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, like, okay, so like there was this tobacco plant, right? And it was using this one kind of moth as a pollinator. Mm -hmm. And I guess like so many moths were coming through. They laid so many caterpillar eggs. So now the caterpillars were like destroying these tobacco plants, right? So the tobacco plants, there were two things they did. The ones that were being destroyed by the uh, caterpillars, they gave off a chemical scent that attracted the predators of the caterpillar to eat the caterpillars to take care of their predator. And then the, they, gave off, they gave off a defensive scent so that the other tobacco plants in the area changed their flowers and their bloom time to no longer attract these moths. Like, um. a plant in like, like it was not even over a course of months it was like a course of days it changed the shape of its flowers and when it bloomed to attract honey bur uh, honey birds humming birds to pollinate it instead of these moths because there were so many moths that year that the caterpillars were killing off the plant so it stopped using that as its pollinator and changed to the hummingbird that's how fucking sentient plants are. If you guys didn't Not think plants were sentient, tell me you believe now. Please tell me. Please well, tell me. They changed the shape of their flower in a matter of days. Not to That's be, like a girl being like, I'm going to cut my hair because I'm mad. 
not to get on this topic because I don't think we have time and I think Amber could go for it. Oh my god, I could. I think you know <laughs> what I'm about to say. Don't mushrooms do that shit? Oh Aren't my god! Aren't that why, like... Psychedelics, Terrence McKenna! I didn't bring him up yet, thank you! Because oh, they'd be so, like, oh my god, this person's eating me, I'm gonna fuck their shit up. Exactly! Because like, that is exactly what psychedelics are, like catnip, uh, marijuana, fungus, all these different things. It kind of backfired because people actually like it. Right. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, it is a defense mechanism to make the thing that's eating it not only not hungry anymore because when, but not when you're on a psychedelic, was, you, you, you lose your appetite, but also you get disoriented and you forget where you are, and so you can't find your way back <laughs> to the We're talking mushrooms, and I'm thinking, damn, mushrooms well, on pizza sound okay. good as fuck. <laughs> so you're talking mushrooms. We're talking plant consciousness. Right. Plant mushrooms are why we are what we are because... If the primates out on the African plains had never flipped over cow turds and eaten those magic mushrooms and tripped all the fucking time, our brains would not be what they are today. We wouldn't have this this light. We wouldn't have this podcast wait, wait, and wait. this video. Are you talking about like... I'm talking about real reality. Like this is no, a wait, real are theory. No, you saying monkeys like primates. Are you, yeah. are you saying that before... Oh. Like we came from primates? <laughs> Evolution, yes. Okay, okay, because I, I, I thought you were talking about orangutans. Okay, no. Because I was like, about what the fuck does a ancient chimpanzee human? I'm have, talking okay. about ancient humans Lucy. out on the plane. That's right, Lucy flipping over a cow turd looking for bugs to eat, finds a mushroom, and she goes, huh, I wonder if that's edible. And she eats it, and it changes her brain. And she eats it again, and it changes her brain, and she leads her others I've to it. I've never heard this. Oh theory. yeah, look I've it up. Um, there's a Terrence McKenna is a fucking amazing. Oh my god, Terrence McKenna. Oh my god. But we'll have to do a whole episode on mushrooms then, huh? Okay. Because like, can it be three hours long? Well, uh, I would love to. Wait, do wait, wait. Are we going to do the episode on mushrooms, or are we going to do the episode on mushrooms? Well, maybe I won't be pregnant then, so... I'm just kidding. I can't do a psychedelic. I, just, I, think I it could was... never record... I don't want to record that. Are you kidding me? I don't want to know what I say or do. No. I'm never good. I have too much anxiety. I think I'd be like, they're watching us. Yeah, yeah, you might not. No, yeah. don't mention Bill. Yeah, no, see, yeah. Um, a, yeah, no, but it was just a joke. Apollo. Um, no. <laughs> but like, no, there's this, uh, it's, there's, it's an actual theory, um, and it's, it's, it, I can't remember the name of it, so but if you look up Terrence McKenna, mushrooms and monkeys. Did they purposely change us since they Yeah. Made? Why? I think so. Because they're, they're aliens. aliens. Oh my God, mushrooms are aliens though. They are. Like, mushrooms are aliens. Oh, my God. Did you think you were kidding? Because you're not. Nope. They were introduced. They're not biologically, like, just part like of our planet. Just like octopuses. Just like octopusi. What are they called? Octopuses? Octopi. Octopi. Mm-hmm. Inse- uh, cephalopods or just octopi? I think it's... I know for sure octopi, octopi. I don't know about the others. But they, just like mushrooms, do not have anything that is, like... Yeah, but like, yeah, mushrooms came from like an asteroid or something, and that's how they were seeded onto our planet. Um, So they are aliens, and shit, why did they 
make. I think they had I have been, no idea. You know what? Less passionate they, about the topic they, as you. They lost control. They thought we would do better, and then we did this. And they were like, idiocracy was not a documentary. <laughs> it was a warning. I swear, when I think of that movie, was there I a scene? Was there a scene where he like had like a drink out of a water fountain, but it was like it's great. Drink. Yeah, it's uh, I can't uh, Brondo. Brondo because electrolytes and they water the plants with Brondo because plants like electrolytes. It's like Gatorade. It Bron it's Gatorade. It's Brondo, but it's Gatorade. And uh uh n not Tyler Perry, but the other one. <laughs> the one we always confuse yeah, the yeah, big guy. I can't remember Tyler his Cruz? Name. Terry Cruz, Terry yeah. Cruz. Terry Cruz is the president of Idiocracy and he's a professional wrestler and that's all you need to know. They water their plants with Brondo I, because well, it's got electrolytes and plants like electrolytes. You say that about Terry Crews and I'm like, isn't that what happened in California with Arnold Schwarzenegger? So anyway, idiocracy <laughs> was a warning. Sorry, I don't know anything about his politics. I don't know anything <coughs> about his politics oh, at all. Like Schwarzenegger, me either. Okay, okay, so I was like, I hope and that wasn't Terry a Terry Crews comment. had no politics in the movie. He was... They were all idiots. Like, it's hilarious. I haven't but seen it in years. I, I wasn't uh, impressed, but I feel like I should watch it again as an adult. It is I think I was one like of, 10. Yeah, it's one of our favorites. Oh, it's so fucking... Anyway. So yeah, so plants, they, they, they had better thoughts for us. That's why they did what they did. That's what the mushrooms had in mind. And we, we were people instead. Yep. So do you think plants have a mind of their own or a hive mind even? Oh. And do you think that Damn, I lost it. Go for it. Keep going. I lost what I was going to say. Let us know by commenting if you're watching us on YouTube or like and subscribe. It really helps us out. Absolutely. And definitely um, check out our Patreon. Melissa Hey girl, thanks for being our patron. We appreciate you. If you want a shout out like Melissa, definitely check it out. We also have merch. We have new merch coming that smells so good. It does. I'm so excited for these. All right. Well, thanks for coming to sit with us for a spell, right? Bye. Hey, Squiddies. It's your late night talk show host, Dre, here from the Tattoo Squid Podcast. Here to take you on a deep, dark, murky journey to the recesses of my mind. While I talk to other podcasters about their shows and ask the hard questions. Like, when you jaywalk, do you walk backwards or forwards? Or do you eat with your hands and not the utensils? How does one eat hot Cheetos and not crap their pants? All that and more. So take a dip and listen to Wonders. Go to Linktree slash Tattoo Squid Podcast. Against All Oddities, a podcast about three brothers coming to terms with the oddly true and the truthfully odd. I'm middle brother Chris. I'm youngest brother Tim. I'm Nate. And together we talk about werewolf ghosts, yeah. astral projection, immortality, aliens, ESP, the devil, witchcraft, the occult, UAP, Stargate, and Showtime's Connor. We have over four seasons <laughs> of weird stuff with new episodes monthly. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>